Why did I get nervous? <laughs> it's been a month. It's been a month since we recorded. Ugh. Okay, it's showtime. It's showtime. It's showtime. Okay. All right. I'm just getting get comfy. Let's <laughs> better than ever. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Okay. <clears throat> red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather. <clears throat> Butterfly. <laughs> Amu. Amu. Don't tell Amu. <clears throat> Hyundai. <clears throat> Sunday? I said Hyundai. <laughs> Hyundai. Hyundai. That's good. Hyundai. Oh, like Hyundai. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just got that. Okay. Should we start? Yeah. Welcome back to Don't Tell Amu. I'm Raida. And I'm Bushra. And it's been a month. <laughs> Why haven't we recorded in a month, Bushra? uh i don't know i didn't realize it's even been a month (laughs) (laughs) i know you thought it was it's been two weeks yeah i thought it was only two weeks since we last recorded so all right let's roll the intro what's going on with you what's new we're always bad at recording on birthday months so like we last time we were really bad was july so like (laughs) birthday month and now october um what's going on with me what's going on with me what's going on with you wait 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 actually what's going on with me (laughs) yeah what the heck (laughs) what the hell sorry Uh, the order is a little off in my head, but so this month was, so we'll give you like a little, little recap of what's been happening this month because you guys have missed out on so much. Yeah. It's been a really though, eventful month. <laughs> as though you guys care. Yeah. So this month was my birthday and Busher and gang through me and my friend, Albi, who shares <laughs> a birthday with me, um, a surprise birthday party. Mm-hmm. and it was really fun and it was really nice so thank you guys wait tell them what we did oh <laughs> stupid they yeah, threw- it was really nice <laughs> oh it was so they threw- so, okay so they threw us a surprise picnic and that was all fun and games and they brought haji baba which like shout out to haji baba on apache love you guys love your um, amazing chicken shawarma shawarmas yeah so good like incredible um i hope you guys never shut down so we ate shawarmas they brought um you guys brought sprinkles cupcakes it was my first time actually having sprinkles so that was really nice we opened presents that was also really lovely the weather was nice i did i know good question i did for a number of reasons (laughs) (laughs) so i knew because um so i saw i saw a um what's so nostrin so another piece of news is actually one of my best friends left the country to go study in london Mm -hmm. and on the very last day we were shooting like a video so like we have this tradition where we always shoot videos together and so like throughout the years we have documentation of us like looking hella ugly to like us (laughs) looking okay Mm -hmm. um and on so on her last day, we decided we we're gonna shoot like the final vlog. And as we were shooting it, all of these WhatsApp notifications were popping up that said Rida's birthday. Oh shit! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh you I didn't, didn't know that? It. No, I didn't know that. What? It was probably <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened. And so I like pretended I didn't see because <laughs> I pretended I didn't see, and I like walked further back, and I was like. I kept talking but like you could kind of tell in the vlog where I noticed because I would <laughs> like I would kind of trail off and be like oh what <laughs> and I knew that and like so like what our girl group way who had planned was like a like a picnic like we always hang out at the park at Tumbleweed Park mm-hmm. and so they were like okay let's hang out on Friday at Tumbleweed Park and I didn't know that was the party exactly. Like I didn't have any like confirmation, but I had like a suspicion. I just yeah. had extra suspicion when Rahik and Rania, my siblings, got ready like 30 minutes before I did. And they're like, we're gonna go ride a bike outside. 
Uh, we're gonna go ride bikes outside and I knew but anyways it was a surprise picnic it was really nice but after the surprise picnic Busher was like oh my god you want to come tour my new house and I was like yeah I'd love to and she was like hey guys why don't you the rest of you guys come too and see my new house and so we drove her to her new house and she had this like amazing setup in the garage for us it was like set up like a movie theater. So she had the projector going. There was all these like blankets and like cushions on the floor. There was like a snack bar. It was like this amazing setup. <laughs> and we watched Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler with our with favorite man, Jake The Gyllenhaal. most beautiful man <laughs> on earth, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, shout out to him. And we, yeah, we watched it and it was really fun. It was really lovely. And you had good snacks. You had good snacks. Thank you room. for noticing. Okay, I really tried hard to get like movie theater, like concession stand type snacks. I got like, I got a specific um, like a candy pack where they had Twizzlers in it. You got good candy. I got you Twizzlers. I got Wait, Twizzlers. Do you, know I, do you know I like Twizzlers? I actually didn't. I didn't know that, but oh. I was hoping, I was hoping that people would appreciate that because I feel like Twizzlers, Twizzlers are, like are my favorite candy. What? I didn't know Twi- that. Yeah, I ate like seven Twizzlers. <laughs> Twizzlers are my all-time favorite candies. Twizzlers and Reese's Pieces, like pieces, those like M&Ms, but they're Reese's Pieces. Those yeah. are my favorite candies. Okay, I did not know that, but I got lucky. <laughs> and then that. I tried to get yeah. like those like cheddar popcorn snack oh, packs too. Love that. And the chips love and then like that. sparkling water and whatnot. And it was so comfy because you have like a thousand rugs at home. Oh yeah, yeah. so they weren't like blankets, they were rugs and it was just comfy and the weather was perfect. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too hot, it wasn't too cold. And we kept um, like the garage doors open and everything. It was so that great. Yeah, I like had wind. a great birthday. Oh, I'm so glad. We were, everybody was super excited about it. It's like, yeah, like we haven't watched a movie together in so long and like obviously we can't go to the and theaters right a- now. So we- you turn and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I finally made the U-turn to my house. Finally but... made the U-turn. Honestly, I thought they were taking a left. I forgot it was a U-turn, and they all <laughs> took the U-turn. And I had to too. It was it was good, but um, but it's funny thing... because you still haven't seen my I house. Still so. <laughs> like you saw my garage, but you Which didn't see the why rest of it. Why haven't I seen your house? Okay, Which, I'm seeing your house this week. I don't care what you say. I'm seeing. I, your house I was this week. I was actually literally just gonna say. So Halloween is coming up, and I kind of want all of us to do something together for Halloween. Yeah, and I have like a really big balcony upstairs, and it's probably less prone to flying cockroaches. So I'm thinking like maybe we could hang out. In I'm gonna call. I'm gonna come over before balcony. anyone else because I want to see the house by myself on my own. Okay, fine. But yeah, oh my god, there was a moment when we were all watching the movie and something started flying from the outside back inside the garage. Oh, really? Did you not see this part? It was like, it was flying and both me and like Noshin or whatever, we were like, oh my god, I think that's a hummingbird. It looks so pretty. What the fuck? And we were like, oh my god, it's a hummingbird. It's dark, okay? Like, the, like we turned off all the lights and stuff so that we could like watch the movie. And so in the dark, it just looked really big and it looked like a hummingbird. And we were like, okay, that's so cute. It comes closer and it's a goddamn flying cockroach. It was a fly. Were you not there for this whole thing? I like screeched so loud because it was a flying cockroach and it came so vaguely remember it but i was eating a twizzler so (laughs) i only did see it came so close and i've never i didn't know cockroaches could fly i didn't know that was a thing and now i'm like scared for my life is that the thing is that the thing i'll be just like apps just crushed yeah on the wall okay that was it yeah straight up that he was so happy after i was like dude <laughs> chill it was like the dead body was literally like a few inches away from me and i was like oh my god oh, wow. get that away from me. our hero amazing but the movie was good the i've never seen really nightcrawler good. before that was my second time watching it loved it nightcrawler is that's not a horror movie right it's no it's like a thriller it's a thriller. it's like a thriller it's more yeah it was scary it was just burn. kind of it was kind of depressing and like eerie yeah, in like it's a supposed to be realistic like off-putting. Way. It's just yeah. off-putting, you know? But that's like, why I liked it. I yeah, really like it. you just couldn't pinpoint the guy. Yeah. But I think like, my God, Jake Gyllenhaal, like taking on that like, like demented, like journalist, like persona, persona was yeah. amazing. Incredible acting. Is he married? Because I'm not. No. <laughs> Rather, you're not marrying Jake You're so negative. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? It's because I'm lying down. Whenever I lie down, I laugh different. You're 
so weird. Anyways, another big thing that happened this month, which actually <laughs> leads us to our main topic of the podcast episode. Butcher started a full-time job this month. Yes, I did. It's been three weeks. I've been at the job for three weeks. So I think I started literally right after the last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you did. I think we, like, yeah. recorded on a Friday. You started that Monday. The yeah. funny thing is, if you want to, like, like, many episodes ago, I think, like, back in late February, we recorded an episode that was right after, like, literally minutes after Busher received her offer. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting that we're yeah. documenting, like, so much of, you know, what, what happens. But, yeah, yeah, we, it was, like, 15 minutes after Busher got her offer because, like, yeah. we had everything set up and then Busher gets a call and it's her freaking offer. And yeah, I remember the video you took of me, too. I was, like... Just like, uh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds- oh, yeah, she wasn't even, like, super excited about it. Yeah, I, was I like, mean, okay, cool. Ryla was more excited about the job offer than I was, I, I feel was like. I was <laughs> so excited for you. I was literally so excited for you. Um, It made my day. And you showed up, like, 45 minutes late to our recording, and I forgave you because <laughs> you got a job offer. But, um, yeah, so, but you got a new job. Got a new Tell job. Tell us about it. Um, it's What's been- your role? It's been, hmm, I don't know how to explain. I don't even know where to start. But basically, like, first off, it's been super weird transitioning um, into, like, a big full-time, like, position remotely because, like, I don't get to really meet the team in person or anything like that. And so for the first um, two Wait, weeks. Wait, what's your role? Oh, oh, so I'm a software engineer. And I'm like designing like flight management systems, like, which is like the like the little screen that pilots use when they're flying the plane. And so, is like it UI UX specific. Yeah, it's or? UI. It's UI. Um, I'm working on like user interface stuff, and it's really cool. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, basically, like my manager wasn't there the first week that I was working. She like coincidentally like was on vacation that week and so the first week was kind of slow like I was just like um doing like onboarding stuff and like there was a bunch of like trainings that like were assigned to me that I needed to work on and I did that and there was like one guy who is like my onboarding like buddy or whatever and he's like one of the guys that I'm going to be working with um in the future but he was helping me like set everything up and like kind of just like my go-to for whenever I needed help on anything but he was the only guy on the team that I knew. I didn't know who else was on my team. And so I had to wait until the second Friday for um, our like weekly team meeting when my manager was finally here to like meet everyone on the team. And at, like not everyone even turned on their camera. So I still don't know oh. how, like some of the people's like faces. Um, but yeah, so they were introducing me and everyone seemed really nice, but everybody like it was really intimidating because everybody was like yeah like I've been at Honeywell for 10 years one guy was like yeah I've been at Honeywell since 1987 and I was like bro Honeywell was there in 1987 (laughs) like what and one lady it was so cute one lady um it was her turn to like introduce herself and she started speaking and then she turned on her camera and it was literally a grandma like a like, grandma. We're just talking like, like 70s. Straight up. I'm pretty sure she was 70. Like, woman was like cute, but like w- like white hair and everything, like wrinkles. Like, I was like, but why are you still working? Like, it's okay. You don't have to anymore. Take a break, man. Spend it's okay. Family. I mean, she was really cute. But yeah, it's crazy because like everybody on the team has been there at least for five years, or if not more. And like, it's it's crazy because they're clearly so experienced and I just felt like overwhelmed like after meeting them because I was like how am I going to catch up to them when they have so much experience and I know virtually nothing about planes or about coding even like what am I (laughs) how the hell am I going to do this but um yeah so like the first two weeks were like a little bit slower there were more of like general like trainings and stuff but this past week was like a lot busier for me because I was like I, I was doing coding. a lot more technical stuff. Yeah. I, you started like, coding? Well, okay. So my job isn't technically coding. Uh, it's more of like you, like, for instance, like 
Um, right now what I'm doing is like there are um, different teams will like kind of test the flight management systems and like if they notice like an issue in like certain test cases like for instance like um, if you like enter a certain parameter in a certain place whatever and like you get like a weird message that's an issue and it shouldn't be there like then they send it over to my team and then we like test out like that scenario and try to figure out what's wrong so basically we debug kind of and like we have to like test and like validate stuff and whatever it's um, not bad right no 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 it's super fun and so this week like um i had like back-to-back meetings like every single day and i was getting a lot of technical training and i set up like my virtual machines and whatnot and um i started running like flight simulations which was super cool really? um yeah it was super super cool and um this Friday, I was supposed to have three meetings. Two of them got canceled. And so I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like this meeting, like this, or like today is going to be so like easygoing and fun. Like I can just relax. And then I had a meeting with this one guy who I thought it would only be meeting for like an hour because he was like going to like run me through like um, a specific JIRA ticket that I was like supposed to work on. And like we literally were debugging code for three hours straight. And Dang. by the end of it, I like my brain was just fried. I was like, <laughs> I physically cannot do anymore. I cannot function. Like, let's reconvene on Monday. Like, forget this. Like, did I you say that? It. Let's reconvene on Monday. I didn't say that, but he said <laughs> it because he got tired. And it's crazy because he was like, Yeah, I've been working at Honeywell for a while now. And nine years ago, actually, I was part of the team that wrote the original code for this. Oh and- my god, of course he was. But then he was like, But I still don't know what's wrong with this. Oh. Code. So he <laughs> oh, was that's like nice. Yeah, so thank God I'm not stupid. He like he was on the same page as me and whatever and like it was crazy because we were on a call and I was presenting the whole time as in like I was sharing my screen oh and like the entire time like I was like debugging he was just kind of like guiding me and like helping me like figure stuff out and it was so it wasn't just like me watching it I was like actually doing the work and awesome at the end of the three three hours we were both like drained and he was like let's just pick this oh my god you're a freaking employee you're like doing shit that's amazing it's definitely a lot dude like it's definitely a lot do you want do understand the code were you like looking at it and you're like yeah 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 yeah. no this is what okay cool (laughs) there there are freaking so many i think i opened up like eight different files just to debug this one thing like there's just like the database is huge and like it makes sense because honeywell is such an old like old company and they obviously like just keep on adding and adding and adding to like whatever they exist already and there's just so much terminology i don't understand like they these people use acronyms like for everything and so they'll tell me a sentence and i won't understand 80 percent of it i'm like are you speaking english because i don't know what scr and ar and whatever the hell it means piss me off i'm like and they just tell me these things assuming that i know and like i'll listen to them and i'll smile and nod because i'm too scared to be like what does scr mean when i asked them already like 10 minutes ago and like i just don't understand and i have to find like this like glossary like on our sharepoint (laughs) with all the terms that anytime i ever saw like an acronym i have to like quickly look it up so that i could be like up to speed and so i don't know it's just like so much information and so many different things and um, I think I'm working on three different teams right now. Oh. I don't I don't really know how that happened. But like, for instance, like a lot of people are like kind of reaching out to me and they're like, hey, we need some help. Like, can you just like help us with this? And so for the next few months, I'm working with three different teams. One team, I'm like, rev- I'm, I think I'm like working on like auditing stuff. So that's like easy, whatever. And then another team is just like the, like the debugging, like I'm working on like the uh, flight management system or whatever. And another team, I like they like reached out to me and I still don't know what I'm going to be doing with them but like they were like this is like the aircraft that you're going to be working on so like get familiar with it blah 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 and I'm like they're just so I don't know who you are like who are you dang so oh yeah God. for the next few months I'm going to be working on three different teams so you got work to do I got work that's to do. so fun I know you like I mean you haven't been doing like you haven't done I mean you've been doing stuff but you haven't done like work work in a while so this is really exciting wait questions i have so many questions oh are you having a hard time waking up on time yeah oh my god 
I'm yeah. having such a hard time. And it's bad because like I love working from home because no one can hold me accountable, which I know is really bad. You but, can wake up at 11 and sometimes you can get away with it. Yeah. Like, I, okay. I don't wake up. I wake up like at eight, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just shuffle onto my desk like with like my PJs on whatever. But like if I realize that I don't have like that much work to do or like I no like I don't have meetings or like nobody's like trying to reach out to me, then I'll like sleep an extra hour like at my chair and I'm yeah. like cuz my chair is really comfy and like yeah. I'll just I'll just sleep an extra hour and then I'll wake up and I'm like okay, now it's time to work <laughs> and I'm just like no like I can't do that if I'm on site like you yeah. know like that's it's it's a perk. I mean it's a perk. like with finger quotations um of working from home another thing about the acronyms that you were saying is i like i think i read somewhere that i read like an email from elon musk uh for spacex where he emailed requesting that employees don't use acronyms because while it it's like easy for uh, like seasoned employees to communicate it's really hard for um you know new employees to get on the same page so he's yeah. like, just use the full thing. Just use the full thing so everyone understands. Do you feel like an imposter at work? Hell yeah. Like, yeah. it's insane. Because, okay, so this week, especially, like, I, since I had back-to-back meetings, like, all my meetings were di- from people from each team. And so, like, I would, like, sit down with one team for, like, a, a few hours and, like, get training from them. And then the next meeting, I would get training from them. And I would forget the training from the last meeting because there's just so much different, (laughs) like, so many different, like, tools and processes that I have to know. And, like, there's so many steps to configure everything correctly, to, like, load the right files, to find the right files. Like, it was just so much information and I couldn't remember any of it and I couldn't keep track of any of it. And everyone was just doing, like, every, they were executing all the actions like it was second nature to them. And like, I, I just like, I couldn't do it. And I was like, I, like, I'm not smart enough for this. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely not strong, smart enough for this. And I know I'm going to feel like that for at least a year. And so for I'm, a year, you're staying on for a year. For sure. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm going <laughs> to no, feel like this the entire no, time. No, you're not. Listen, like I was telling you before, I was telling Bushra that when I first joined Lockheed Martin, like I, I wasn't at home. I like, so I couldn't like just quit. I had moved across the country, packed things up to move to Maryland. And on the first day, my mentor was like, okay, so we have like a daily meeting stand up with like, we're in a big conference room with a big round table, like our Australia people or London people, they're all on like a call. It's like a huge daily meeting. And they started talking and it was literally like they're speaking a different language, which I swear to you, it was like German. And I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to like learn anything or do anything here. I am way too stupid for this. And like, I might have packed up and gone home, like if I wasn't, you know, on the East Coast and like (laughs) didn't know anyone. But, you know, I came back every day for like three or three and a half months, whatever. And like over time you learn. But I will say I get the imposter thing like the whole time. Like every I don't know if you've ever had a job where you haven't felt imposter syndrome. I mean, like, Kumon, I guess I didn't feel the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, but, like, every job I've had, starting from the time I worked at the police department, I realized, I don't think I've ever talked about the PD. On no, you haven't. You haven't. Really, that's an interesting story. I can talk about that, too. But ever since I, like, when I was 17, I worked at the at my local police department's human trafficking unit. For, like, half a year, every single day, I felt like a freaking imposter. Because it was like, what am I doing there? Like, yeah. I'm not a cop. I'm not a detective. I'm not a an, an analyst. What am I doing here? I mean, and then, like, going on to, like, Lockheed or, like, wherever else I worked, it's, like, um, like, it's always just, like, I don't think I'm competent for this. Yeah. Like, you do a lot better than you think. There were times where I honestly thought I was going to, like, get fired or that I was just sucking and I wasn't just you know as extraordinary as some of my like co but you know but my mentors were you're doing a great job you're like this is great you're really helping the company and so that was really reassuring but it's just like I feel like I just live with the feeling of being an imposter I don't think it's gonna die yeah yeah yeah, I think so too I feel like I but I think that's just because like we like put so much pressure on ourselves because like obviously like like one of the people that I met with um he was like hey like 
I'm going to explain a lot of things to you and you're not going to remember all of it. And that's okay. It's a lot of information. I'm going to repeat it to you as many times as I need to. Like, it's okay. Like, I know how overwhelming it can be as a new hire. That's and so the it's nicest like, thing ever. Yeah. It's, it was so nice hearing that because it was very reassuring because I, like, realized, like, they know that you don't know this shit. They know that you're still learning. And, like, there is, like, some, like, leeway that they give you that they grant you and like like we just forget to give that to ourselves you know what I mean like we we were like okay we need to know everything on day one which isn't true like there's obviously like a learning curve and like that's okay I think it's okay it's okay it's hard it's hard to not feel alone when you start a job you feel like everyone knows everything and like especially your company like at Honeywell like on your team where everyone is so seasoned and everyone has been working there for so long you just feel like okay how do I catch up to these people yeah right um but it's really nice. I think my mentor at Lockheed said the same thing. She was like, listen, you're not going to understand a single word they say, and you're not going to understand a lot of these things for a while, mm-hmm. but you will. Yeah. Because we hired you for a reason. We believe in you. And like, really just, you have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And did I do that? No, no, <laughs> but I still did it. I still did it. I just like came like you just have to show up every day and you just have to work hard and not slack off. I will say it's so much easier like having to go to work. Not so much easier. It's so much easier to stay at home at work. But it like really holds you accountable. Like you have to get up and get dressed and go to work. Yeah. And show up on time and everything. But it's crazy, man. (sighs) I should probably tell. um, Should I tell them what the police department yeah, I'm actually just, like, I'm not sure why you haven't yet. I think, I do think that we almost mentioned it um, at the beginning of our podcast, like, a, like I don't know, like a year ago, but I think you decided to take that out for whatever reason. But if you're willing to talk uh, about it, I think you should. Yeah, I'm willing to talk about it. Actually, the police department job is very pivotal, or it's a very big part of my career, because it is the one story that has gotten me a lot of job opportunities. Like mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not necessarily a CS role, but it's somehow gotten me CS roles yeah, or like yeah, cybersecurity yeah. roles. And it's also um, gotten me a lot of connections just because I tell the story. Um, also, it was also one of my, the best jobs I've ever had. And I was like only 17. Um, and so when I was 17, I was really interested. It was a senior year of high school. And the way my high school works is that you only work, you only go to school until December. And then January through May for graduation, you get to like stay at home and have an extended summer break, or you can volunteer work and like do like a special senior capstone project. I was like, okay, I'm going to go work somewhere I really wanted. I want to. So one day me and my friends, Annika and Lily, we were at Menchie's at Frozen Yogurt Shop. And throughout high school, I've been doing, I like would read a lot about human trafficking, especially in Bangladesh, because it's a huge problem there. Mm. And I would, uh, you know, like write little essays about it, do a lot of research just on my own. And so that one day at Menchie's, the Frozen Yogurt Shop, um, Annika saw a cop outside. And I was like, what if I just went up to him and like, like was like hey give me a job and and Annika was like do it and I was like okay so I literally walked up to him and I was like hey I don't know if you know this like guy the sergeant of the human trafficking unit but um I like to work with him and I like think I could do a really good job and I like know a lot about human trafficking yada 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 and like I guess I got lucky because he took his phone out and he literally sent a text to that guy Mm-hmm. And that day I got like an interview. It was actually a long process because I had emailed the website first mm-hmm. and it kind of like disappeared into the yeah, mix. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only thing I figured out was like the sergeant of the actual unit's name. Mm-hmm. And so um, I got a call and he was like, I'd love to meet you. And I was like, oh my God, you want me to go to the police department? And uh, and he was like, yeah, um, meet me here and I'll send you an email and yada, 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 all these like like very specific instructions Mm -hmm. and I went and I went to this I went through this process and and like somehow I landed myself as a 17 year old like like a role 
like as like an intern at the human trafficking unit. And it was such a cool experience too, because I got to go on these operations. One where like one of the biggest ones we did was where we like booked out to hotel rooms. And one was this big setup where, um, you know, we had like, like monitors and everything set up. And the other room was sort of like our, like our faked, our fake scene where we, it was like, we had our female detective pretend to be a prostitute Mm -hmm. and we had we like basically lured people in and we would arrest them hi it's ryan from post again just wanted to get on here really quickly and say we didn't lure in and arrest innocent men we lured in and arrested men who responded to a very illegal advertisement so yeah Oh, that's um, crazy. And it was like that's the most insane. insane thing. Like I would, I was like, I would be right there as a cops would like break the door and be like, police open up. And it was this whole like elaborate setup for like eight hours. Um, Man. It was the most insane experience. I learned a lot from it, but I think like this, the part of the story that like all the employers love hearing about is like the fact that I walked up to a cop on the street and was like, Hey. Yeah, you you like you like shot your shot, you know. I shot my shot and they and it's gotten me really far. And um the same thing happened with my second job too. Like the way I got recruited in my second job was um I sat down at breakfast at a conference next to this woman and I was like, "Listen, I don't know much about cybersecurity, but I'd love to learn." And I just chatted with her for a while. You're definitely you're definitely really good at like um like pitching yourself I feel like pitching really? ideas and yourself I I like because like we went to the conference together in um San Francisco and like I watched you just like in action like do your thing like you were like a machine like I wasn't really? looking for a job but like like I so I was just like kind of chilling but I just watched you like kind of just like network with everybody and like approach people and talk to people and like you would just like have this like instantly like, like as soon as you like approach someone you have this like weird like switch like instant like okay like pitch mode on and you would really? sell the shit out of yourself that sounds bad but you would <laughs> sell the shit out of yourself like and it worked like I, I could see it like you would like turn on like charisma to like a hundred percent or something I don't, <laughs> I don't freaking know but like you would do whatever you could to like make That's the other so nice person like laugh and like I don't know it was it was really it was a nice thing you've ever said to me but yeah I, 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 I know that <laughs> Because I know the power of connection, like nothing will get you a job faster than like having a connection and like, yeah, like having an employer that could potentially give someone else a job is a very powerful thing to have. And when you like, when you know somebody and you meet someone and you like them and you want to have them be a part of your team or have them work in your company, that's like a really special connection to make. And I think like, like I'll meet people and I'm like, oh my God, do you want to work? at my startup do you want to get cul-de-sac because yeah. I think you're freaking awesome and I want to work with you but no networking yeah. is huge networking is really the really important best way to get jobs yeah. yeah we're gonna like I think in the upcoming weeks we're gonna have a guest on who is honestly extraordinary I have a lot of beef with him but he's really extraordinary <laughs> at getting like connections at like meeting people and making like like he has like interviews lined up with like massive companies and mm-hmm. he's doing fantastic. Um, like I'm really happy for him, but yeah, he's really good at making connections, but that's, I don't know where I was going with any of my stories, but um, I've just been really lucky and I hope that the rest of my career is as lucky as it's been so far. Just keep selling yourself, dude. Girl, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Like today, someone asked me like what, like in an interview, they were like, what are your hobbies and interests? And I was like, I podcast question mark like <laughs> like what else oh okay Busha, what are your hobbies uh <laughs> i, I podcast me, every other month two minutes they how insulting is that they give me two minutes to answer that what are your hobbies and interests i was like i like serial killers but i was like never mind never mind i don't i don't i was just kidding oh my god <laughs> and it I was mean, like a one take video too oh my god it's one oh it's like was it like higher view or something like that yeah it was like yeah it was something like that yeah oh my god i hate this because it's like i'm not you're not talking to anybody you're just talking to the camera and i yeah. hate that because you can't like you can't like 
play off of the other person's energy you know yeah yeah I'm like literally I'm, just you I'm talking the freaking CEO of playing off someone's energy someone's charisma is at 110 I'll meet them at 110 even if yeah. I'm at a zero but yeah. like I'm just staring at myself I'm like oh I don't even look that good <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and, and then the clock starts for two minutes I thought I'd run out of time but I was like TikTok, like oh my god at one minute 50 seconds left i was like end end video <laughs> i was like i paint portraits i do a podcast i like explained the podcast too i was like so here's what we talk about um, and then you still you still had like a minute left <laughs> i still had a minute um and then i was like i paint portraits i love reading about like this and that and that um oh my god that's so yeah. funny but sure what are your interests and hobbies go you have a minute I bake oh shit you have you actually have hobbies I write although I haven't written in a okay, hot minute fuck you. I don't want to hear this anymore. uh I like to Pinterest I Pinterest a lot I don't know if that counts as a hobby but that's a hobby I, I spend a lot of time on Pinterest just like creating boards for things that don't really matter but like like I have a I have a Pinterest board for like fashion and it's all like beautiful like outfits where I'll never wear and I don't know why I have it but I just do because well, like, she has it's... the most amazing wedding Pinterest for whenever she gets married and whatever <laughs> time in the future like it is amazing like I want your Pinterest board Very, for my wedding. if you get married before me I can lend it to you if you get married after me I will change it a little bit and make it for you as well. you like delete the ones you use yeah <laughs> yeah like, it doesn't look as good as before what happened <laughs> i tried i tried convincing Ryder to let me be her um wedding planner but she said no oh my god i just like i was thinking about this the other day wait what were we just talking about we're talking about hobbies Pinterest. oh yeah. yeah you have enough hobbies uh <laughs> which i have like oh my god all i do is work oh i also play valorant now yeah i play um cooler games <laughs> i play a first person shooter games i'm the i'm like what are the guys are you okay kidding? but kidding. do you play minecraft <laughs> oh oh you just won over the audience <laughs> yeah i know oh, i know who fuck. i'm talking to <laughs> <laughs> Busha wants to plan my wedding. I want to and plan your wedding so bad. Busha, but I don't even want Busha to plan her own wedding. Busha, why would I not? Why I've would I not plan my own? Busha, wedding? I've seen you plan things, and your stress stresses me out. Okay, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. I do get very stressed when I plan, but they always turn out nicely, don't they, bro? But the stress isn't worth it. You're just don't stressing they turn out wedding. nice? Yeah, they turn out nice, that- but like. <laughs> No, it's not worth it. Look, okay, Busha planned like a Halloween party for like four people one time. And she's, she's, she acted like Obama was coming. She was straight up running around like like 13 course meal. Um, we like, man, but we meant, we managed to do everything though. But yeah, like, and it's But I was nice. like scared of you. I was scared okay. of you because. You have to explain that because you mentioned this to me earlier and I like genuinely like, could not remember why okay. you thought that was scary. <laughs> okay, because you were like hustling and bustling around with, like with like a frown on your face for like 45 minutes. Oh, that's just my resting face. That's okay. No, that okay. Rest, rest your face. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, it was angrier than that. <laughs> that that resting she faked that resting face so hard if you guys could have seen it you would have called bs on that but no busher i busher you're gonna be busher knows she's gonna be bridezilla oh i'm for sure even if i don't plan my own wedding if i'm not you're be my the own worst bride and i know i'm gonna have to be there and be like and i'm gonna yeah you're gonna have to calm me down i'm gonna have to calm you down and it's not gonna work so i'm just gonna stand in the back just be like yeah. poor <laughs> like poor makeup and hair like a hair person for, like whoever does your hair and makeup like poor oh. them because you're gonna be mean I'm not gonna be mean that's the thing that I'm not mean and it's bad because like I'm really I don't know if it's like social anxiety or whatever but like I don't know how to say no like like if I'm at like you'll say like, no to me no problem yeah I don't give a shit about you but like if it's like <laughs> <Over to me. laughs> if it's like if it's like um like for instance like my hairdresser okay there was like I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes, like, wait, like tell the story with your hairdresser. Wait, wait. Oh, the, the scissors. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, God, okay. God. 
so I, I went to the salon and I um, was getting a haircut and the girl like suddenly stopped and she 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 just like looked at her hand and she was like, hey, um, do you do you mind just waiting for a second? I have to go to get the first aid kit. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I accidentally cut myself. It's bleeding. It's okay though. I'll just be right back. And I was like, okay, like, are you fine? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. And so she goes and she leaves for like, like two minutes or something, whatever. And I'm just like, oh my god, like she, because she literally cut her hand with the scissors, like really bad. And she comes back and she has like this band aid, like wrapped all around it, whatever. And she continues trying to like cut my hair, and then like she tries to like start blow drying my hair, and then like another girl comes, and that girl is like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna help her, okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And five, not even five minutes pass, and the girl like steps out and like leaves again. And the other girl who just came, she keeps drying my hair, and finally, like the original hairdresser, she comes and she like leans down, she crashes down, and she looks at me with the most apologetic like expression on her face, and she's like, "I am so sorry, but I can't like I can't continue. Like the blood just won't stop like flowing out. I have to go see a doctor." And I'm like, e- "Yeah, like that's fine. <laughs> like I hope oh you're okay." God. Yo. This was like like 48 hours after Busher was like, Ryda, you spend way too much money in your hair. You should go to one of the beauty schools that I go to. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, I'm never going back to the beauty (laughs) school. But I felt so bad for her. But was it like a regular scissor? It was like a, like whatever scissors they use for the hair cutting shears. Yeah. And she just like went in like really (sighs) sharp and like, yeah, yeah and that would have been a fat chop on your hair. Yeah, like, either way, like she this- could not like stop bleeding, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You think you got blood on your hair?" I didn't know. No, she didn't. But uh-huh. like, she was very careful. But like, I, I like, I didn't know what to do because I was like, "I'm so sorry." Like, it's also so sweet that she apologized to you. Yeah, and she didn't need to. I was like, "I'm sorry, my hair did that to you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you did you like the hair the other lady did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she did. She was just drying my hair, so it wasn't oh, like okay. a big deal. I was like near at the end of my appointment, but um, and like I like my haircut and everything, but yeah, I felt really bad. Um, but what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, no. So like, for instance, like if I'm at a hairdresser and they're like, and I show them a picture of like how I want my hair to look, they'll like start doing it, and then they'll be like, you know what? I think like this would look better. And in my head, I'm like. I don't think so. Like, I don't think I want that. But then I like, I just be too like awkward or shy to say anything. So I just be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, that's that's fine. And I constantly do this. I just, I just tell people like, yeah, it's fine. When I in in reality, it's not fine. Like, I don't want oh. it that way. But like, I can't say anything because I don't want to hurt their feelings. But also, I'm paying like, for it's their service. It's my like hair. Why, am I, why, why, why am I embarrassed to say no? Honestly, I get it. I get it because. It's a weird, I don't know if it's a hairdresser thing, but, like, when I went to the hair, like, hair salon, like, a little bit after you did, like, yeah. I felt the same way. Like, I was, like, really shy about explaining what I want. And I don't think I fully conveyed what I want because I was, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Like, just, just like. Whatever you, you know, think is best. Whatever you think is best. She was, like, oh, I should, like, I think, like, you have to, like, fight them a little bit more. Like, you have to yeah. fight for what you want. Because my hairdresser saw mine was, like, that'll take 13 appointments um now until 2025 and I was like and I was like yeah yeah that's okay yeah (laughs) girl girl and and then I went home watched a TikTok and this girl had the exact same hair as me same like condition same number of dyes whatever and like her hairdresser did it in like one go oh my god and I was like hmm but like I like she did her best she did her best and also (laughs) like it looks good yeah I like it too but also another thing is like it's not her fault because the like the company I go like the salon I go to they use a very specific natural like brand Mm. and um their bleach is like not as harsh as or like hardcore as like typically so I like her a lot she was really nice we like she gave me really she gave me hella boy advice oh like actually really funny story that okay so she was 
so we like exchange boy stories low-key uh-huh. and she was telling me about this relationship she's been in for seven years and she was like she was like describing the boy she was like he was like this and this and this um and he just wasn't emotionally available like when we would get into a fight he would just brush it off and forget it like nothing happened but like I would want to talk about it and communicate and he just couldn't communicate his feelings and I was like weirdest question came to my head I was what? like is he an engineer and she was like yes oh my he's a God. chemical engineer how did you know and I was like because I know that I know the guy uh, <laughs> I met the, I met a boy like that too oh my god <laughs> I was like let me tell you a story <laughs> about the time I wrote a boy a letter oh my god that story. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like and then her advice was like never chase after a boy if he really likes you and he wants you he'll come after you and he'll get you that's true that's and facts like whoa that's true i knew that but whoa harry for me was even more powerful it was like it was like 8 30 in the morning i was like well i could have told you that (laughs) i know i know but like (laughs) it's like i like we all give advice to each other but we never listen to it when it comes like we never listen to our own advice when it comes Um, to our lives yeah like it's that's true there was like i remember um in high school uh, there was like some like all girls dance that I went to with my friends and somebody's mother showed up and like oh. she 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 just started dancing and we were like okay cool whatever and then she comes up to like me and like one of my other friends and like we don't really know her but like she just starts chatting us up and she was like yeah um, I come from a family of divorcees like everyone in my family is divorced except for me and we were like, holy shit, like, how did you manage that? And she was like, I don't, <laughs> she was like, I don't know, but like, just never change who you are for a boy. Never like compromise on things that like, 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 like not compromise, but never like, um, be someone else be someone else yeah like for someone else, like for like the sake of love or whatever. And then she was telling us like the story about like how like she, um, she basically like she was um in university and she and her friend like walked into the classroom and she saw this guy and she just looked at him and she turned to her friend and she was like hey i'm i'm so scared and like the friend was like wait what what are you what are you talking about she's like that's that that guy over there i i'm gonna marry him she did not say that she did oh my god she's like i i i'm gonna marry that guy (gasps) And now they're married. They're happily married. Oh, God. You know what? One time I said that and I did not marry him. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's one of the movies. That's I so know. Cute. Like you just look at someone and you're sure and you're like, holy shit. And she was like, I wasn't even excited. I was just scared because I knew wow. like I knew that was it. <laughs> how, how? How do you know? How do you know? I was like, and I like little like little kid me was like staring at her like oh my god this is what love is like I think I was like in like ninth grade or something I don't know it's like Disney Channel in real yeah, life I was you. like I was like oh my god love exists I can't wait to find the one that I know is gonna be my husband like and I started like looking at the boys and I'm like yeah none of these <laughs> oh my god that's crazy crazy Bushra! oh my god one time you know I used to I work for this organization or I volunteer for an organization known as Helping Hand Mm -hmm. and one time we were we were hosting this fundraising event you went to it was like the cultural day yeah yeah, yeah. um thing and I was we were carpooling like a group of three and there's this lady who was she was one of the volunteers and she was coming with us and she's like in her like 50s probably Mm -hmm. and I was like oh so like before we left, her husband came by to drop something off. And we saw her husband and they were like really cute together, super happy. Um, and I was like, oh, you guys are so cute together. When did you meet him? And she was like, oh, I met him when I was in college. I met him in the MU. I saw him in line and I, th- I saw him in line. We were getting food and he was mm-hmm. in the line we're like right behind me. And I thought he was cute. And so I asked for his number and <gasps> now we're married. Oh my God, girl shot for like her shot. 40 years. I know. I know. Oh my God. Things don't work out like that for me. Well, have you ever yeah. shot your shot? I mean, like, kind of. 
Like instead of after the fact, like have you ever <laughs> shot your shot? <laughs> I I have right. Have I? Wish I have right. The letter was kind of shooting my shot. Uh, it's not really shooting your shot. <laughs> oh, that was like, hey, I used to. Just wanted to let you know. K K bye. <laughs> you know. Deuces. Yeah. Sayonara. But you never like walked up to a guy and been like, you me right now <laughs> oh my god that would not work out why i just need to okay well more than that i need to find someone who's worth doing that too i've shot my shot before yeah okay with tell you it works <laughs> i'm trying to think of you shooting your shot um, have you really yeah heck yeah what are you doing like the music box that i got as a gift isn't that so pretty it's really pretty. Okay, wait. You shot your shot before. And when? how? It worked. Um, it was less direct. <laughs> did you shoot, like, shoot your shot or did he shoot his shot? Um, depends on which guy we're talking about. <laughs> the one uh, we're talking about. What I'm talking about, I, I think, I think I shot my shot. I think. I think we were both thinking he shot his shot. I feel like we both were trying to shoot our shot, but I think I got around to it first. I don't know. I just told a friend, I was like, hey, bro, I think uh, I think he's cute. Like, what do I do? And that guy was like, I think he thinks you're cute, too. And then he like hooked it up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I have never, ever told a guy friend who I've liked. Because why why are you scared that they're gonna like I've, tell you the have world? i've told guy friends who i like yeah man maybe i just haven't loved anyone worth it. <laughs> <laughs> this is starting out to be real sad i always like people at the wrong time like i like true. them and like two years later they like me after like character development i guess yeah and you then, have really bad timing i don't know what yeah, it is it's like we're like two for two in terms of like missing like crossing paths and missing yeah but that's that we've talked about so much in this podcast episode yeah i feel like we should wrap it up <laughs> yeah that's all the time we okay yeah let's wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna wrap it up but then i realized we never wrap it up like that let's wrap it up <laughs> it was like that's all the time we have for today all right but that is all the time we have for today okay that's all the time we have for today <laughs> okay that's all the time we have for today <laughs> still trying to find my podcast voice i don't think i have mine yet it's like how how high should i go or like how deep welcome should back I, should i be like that's all the time we have for today or should i be like that's all the time that we have for today like what, what what's better what are we are we like cool are we the cool kids on the blog are we like ditzy are we intelligent are we no. just I, I i'm saying no to all that <laughs> okay what are we we're, um, we're we're not cool is we're saying. we're the people who who um like record like the radio show of their high school in like the storage room oh right yeah that kind of sounds cool though. <laughs> that does sound like something I would like want to be a part of. Anyways, that's all for this week. This is Don Tamu. I'm Raga. I'm Bushra. I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.